Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. It is seven minutes after the hour. And, uh, well, the election was uh, was not a thing of beauty um, for the Republicans. Virginia went completely the wrong way. Um, quick reminder that if you're listening to us on uh, KWOS in Jeff City or KSSZ's uh, in our home station in Columbia, uh, we will have the presidential debate. We'll be carrying that on air. Uh, and that'll be from 7 until 9 o'clock. And uh, another uh, quick reminder deals with the uh, salute to the troops because uh, we're doing that. And uh, we're doing that on KWOS thanks to All Seasons Roofing and on KSSC thanks to All State Consultants. Go to our websites, those two web sta- uh, stations, and uh, get more details on that. In the meantime, um, and, and this just sort of ties together with Veterans Day, I, I saw this. Uh, and I reposted it at LinkedIn, but I, I it just for the veterans out there, especially the Vietnam veterans who I always feel the sorriest for, they were drafted, forced to go. Uh, many cases, um, they they you know didn't see the point in fighting and dying in a country that had nothing to do with national security, but they they did it. Uh, in some cases, they thought it was the right thing to do, and they did it. In any case, they didn't get much respect when they came home. So I saw this letter, and I wanted to read it. Um, and then I will tell you, the Secretary of State, Jay Ashcroft, is going to be on with us, and we'll talk to him about these elections. We'll get his, uh, his take on what happened in Ohio and Virginia, uh, because abortion was the Democrats' ace card in the hole, and we'll find out what he thinks about that, among other things. Uh, Here's the letter. It says, uh, Richard, my husband, never really talked a lot about his time in Vietnam other than he had been shot by a sniper. However, he had a rather grainy 8x10 black and white photo he had taken at a USO show of Anne Margaret with Bob Hope in the background that was one of his treasures. A few years ago, Anne Margaret was doing a book signing at a local bookstore. Richard wanted to see if he could get her to sign the treasured photo. So he arrived at the bookstore at 12 o'clock for the 7.30 signing. When I got there after work, the line went all the way around the bookstore, circled the parking lot, and disappeared behind a parking garage. Before her appearance, bookstore employees announced that she would sign only her book and no memorabilia would be permitted. Richard was disappointed but wanted to show her the photo and let her know how much those shows meant to a lonely G.I. so far from home. And Margaret came out looking as beautiful as ever, and as second in line, it was soon Richard's turn. He presented the book for her signature and then took out the photo. When he did, there were so many shouts from the employees that she would, she would not sign it. I understand, I just wanted her to see it, he said. She took one look at the photo. Tears welled up in her eyes. She said, this is one of my gentlemen from Vietnam, and I most certainly will sign his photo. I know what these men did for their country, and I always have time for my gentlemen. With that, she pulled Richard across the table, planted a kiss on him. She then made quite a a to-do about the bravery of the young men that she met over the years and how much she admired them and how much she appreciated them. 
There weren't too many dry eyes among those close enough to hear. Then she posed for pictures and asked if he were uh, the only one there. Uh, that night, as if uh, she, he was the only one there, that night was a turning point for him. He walked a little straighter and for the first time in years was proud to have been a vet. I'll never forget Anne Margaret for her graciousness and how much that small act of, con of kindness met, meant to my husband. Later at dinner, Richard was very quiet. When I asked him if he'd like to talk about it, my big, strong husband broke down in tears. It's the first time anyone ever thanked me for my time in the Army, he said. I now make it a point to say thank you to every person I come across who served in the armed forces. Freedom does not come cheap, and I am grateful for all those who served their country. And then there's a photograph of Ann Margaret with Bob Hope in the background. It's the picture that uh, apparently was uh, taken to her. It was just a great story, and it highlights um, the, the neglect that these veterans got uh, when they came home from Vietnam, spat upon, um, called names, baby killer, etc. Um, pretty damn brave. Many of them not there on their own volition. Doesn't matter. They were just literally putting their lives on the line uh, and deserve the respect. That, uh, that Ann Margaret gave him. All right, uh, I just wanted to get that done uh, because Saturday, of course, uh, is their day. So, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Democrats have been using abortion as a cudgel. I listened uh, to what uh, the governor of Virginia was trying to do with regard to abortion. Uh, he he reasoned that at 15 weeks, uh, we definitely know that the baby feels pain. And he made exceptions, I believe, for rape and incest and life of the mother. And he still lost. In fact, he lost control of the legislature in its entirety. He wanted to flip the Senate, keep the House. He'd lost them both. Democrats have found an issue with abortion. It worked last year. It worked this year. I've no reason to believe it won't work next year. I think embracing your position, and I think his position was perfectly rational. Uh, I'm opposed to any abortion, but I think you move there a little bit at a time. I think you move there... You know, just take what you can get, and when everybody's happy with that and satisfied with that, you move a little bit further until you educate people uh, or they learn about the value of life. But this issue is going to haunt the Republicans. I would recommend any Republican running for federal office that they maintain the argument that they had all the while Roe v. Wade was in place. It's a state's issue. I have nothing to do with that. And that's the real, and it is the truth. We've been arguing this forever. The states get to make this decision. They're the ones that decide whether or not um, 
there is abortion allowed in the state. The federal government shouldn't be involved in it. It's not in the Constitution. I've heard Republicans argue, well, uh, isn't it our job at the federal level to protect your civil rights? It's your job to protect our constitutional rights, but we leave to the states those decisions on murder and, and whether or not it's first or second degree or manslaughter or whatever. Not the federal government. So that's the ticket for candidates running at the federal level. At the state level, you know, it's uh, kind of, uh, boy, be careful what you ask for or what you wish for. We got it. And now they're, they're hammering people on it. Their Democrats are using it and using it effectively. And I think the problem here is not what Governor Yunkin um, proposed. I think that was perfectly reasonable. The problem is money. The problem is money. Democrats had a ton of money. Talked to a friend of mine in Washington this morning. Every couple of seconds, there was a pro-abortion commercial on TV. And it was dishonestly covering what, what Governor Yunkin was suggesting. It, it was just commercial after commercial after commercial. I think what needs to happen is wealthy Republicans who can afford to donate need to donate and donate big because the Democrats have the money. It's funny how for years the Democrats pretended all oh, those rich Republicans, but really the Democrats are really, really wealthy. They're no longer the blue collar, uh, you know, I'm a structural iron worker and I'm running for office. No, no, they're they're executives. They're uh, they're uh, uh, they've got masters and PhDs, and uh, they're working in at the college level. Their George Soros-like investors are having an impact. I think if in the state of Missouri, getting past the abortion issue, somebody on the right needs to say. These are the limits, and they ought to be similar to what uh, Governor Youngkin wanted in Virginia. And then people need to get the money out and promote it. They need to get behind it because the Democrats will distort anything else. All right, up against the clock, quick break, 800-529-5572, We'll kick this around with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft at about 935. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. 21 minutes after 9 o'clock, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft will talk to him about, among other things, uh, the election uh, results in Ohio and Virginia uh, and what the Democrats are, are using as a weapon. You know, Ohio is a pretty red state, uh, not unlike Missouri, uh, and it, it didn't go well there. We'll, uh, we'll get that. Uh, and, and by the way, the marijuana issue also helped in Ohio. Uh, something that uh, Republicans could have taken advantage of uh, several years ago, but didn't. Uh, on that letter from that Vietnam veteran uh, and his wife, uh, Carol said, thank you for reading the touching letter. God bless that soldier and all who have served and will serve. Trey said, my dad is a Vietnam vet. 
since I can remember, he's had a deep-seated hatred of Jane Fonda. But he has always spoke highly of those men and women like Bob Hope and Anne Margaret who came and visited them over there. Uh, let's see, Richard. Uh, we'll get to your uh, your message a little later, Richard. Let me get Gary on the line. Gary, good morning. Yes, good morning. I agree with you. Uh, I don't necessarily like everything on Nikki Haley, but if you listen to the debates, she she emphasized uh, having a reasonable approach that she can't pass it on her own, that there's all these Democrats, and she's been consistent at the 15 weeks and everything else. If you listen to her, her approach is the only sensible one that a Republican probably can win on. And I still think Trump will lose, and it's just going to be four more years wasted because we don't have the right candidate. Well, Trump, I think, has a more pragmatic view of abortion. I don't think that would be what takes him down. But Well, a correction on that. They are going to attack him on the two Supreme Court justices, Gary. Uh, no, they, that's not the same argument. Uh, it, it, his position is that, uh, it, it, and similar to what I just said, uh, frankly, that at the federal level it should be hands-off. And and it's and it should. If you're running for federal office, uh, it should be. Look, we we don't have a right to make that decision at the federal level. We've been arguing for since the 1960s that it is the states that get to make those decisions. I am not going to uh, uh, put something on the ballot or or try and get something through legislatively at the federal level. Now it's now it's useless. It's a it's a dead argument for the left. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just my my thinking on Trump will be just like the Ohio thing where you said commercial after commercial after commercial, and there'll be lie after lie after lie, and it'll all be tied that he had two Supreme Court justices that voted voted to overturn it, and they, they will just beat the heck out of him. Well, and that's then, where if the Republicans want to win, they need to donate and donate a lot. Because they have to counter all the money that the left is uh, is gathering, and believe me, those Democrats who allegedly are uh, you know the working man's representative are not. They're filthy rich. Yes, they are, and I'm telling you, the rich, wealthy people got burnt by Trump with his Ponzi scheme donation thing, where you you got automatically charged your accounts month after month, I mean, week after week after week, that I, I think he has an issue raising the amount of money he needs also. Well, I don't know about wealthy. that. Well, we'll see. Time will tell. Gary, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Um, but that's, at the federal level, that's it. It's it's not, look, you don't bother uh, telling me what I'm going to do at the federal level. Uh, as a federal candidate, uh, this is you know, it's not in my wheelhouse. This is something the states have to decide. And candidates in the states need to embrace a, a reasonable position where they're moving us in the right direction. Now, you know, maybe don't get the whole dog, but you start whittling away. And then it's up to the donors. Then it's up to getting enough money to combat the commercials 
that are going to mischaracterize your position. You know, I think one of the best arguments they had in Virginia was that by 15 weeks, we know that the infant can feel pain. And, and, and what a great argument. Who wants to inflict pain on an infant? That's, that's a sign of life. Uh, and I think that uh, if they could have gotten enough money to counter all those ads, they probably would have done, well, much better. Uh, coming up just a few minutes from now, Secretary of State Jay, uh, Jay Ashcroft. Uh, yesterday was Election Day. 31 jurisdictions in Missouri had local elections. And, uh, Brian, did, did, did you see any problems with the photo ID law? I'm just curious, were there, you know, people screaming and yelling they couldn't get out and vote? Uh, no, I did not. Uh-uh. Wow. I thought that was supposed to happen with the it photo ID. It was supposed to, but... Uh it's kind of like if we have uh, uh, concealed carry permits, uh, then uh, people will be dying in the street. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, that's because that's the argument they always have. Uh, all right, so we'll talk to him about that. Anson has sent a message. Uh, let's see. I will honor all veterans of war. Since the last declared war was... Uh, yeah, here we go. I... There are... His, his point is... You know, he knows the difference between the Vietnam conflict and a war. Like the rest of us don't understand it. Trust me, Anson, we all know the difference. Many of these people didn't want to go. They were forced to go. Others were convinced it was the right thing to do. And uh, and they did. They laid their life on the line. Whether they liked it or not. And that's a that's a lot of courage. Uh, and those veterans deserve our respect. Uh, and they certainly, especially from Vietnam, did not need to come home to the kind of response that they got. It was just, you know, calling them baby killer, spitting on them, starting fights. Uh, I, when we were doing the fundraiser for the, um, for the ride to uh, Washington to see their... Uh, their uh, statues and, and memorials and everything. I listened to some of these veterans who uh, talked about how they were, uh, oftentimes they would change clothes before they walked out of the airport so that they wouldn't be confronted because there are so many other uh, friends of theirs who had gone down that route. It was just, it's an unfortunate response. And, uh, I, I just have a great deal of respect for these. Anybody, anybody who, who serves in the military, and I don't frankly care uh, if you were peeling potatoes in Poughkeepsie or you were in the front line in Vietnam, uh, you signed up and frankly put your life on the line. You could have ended up anywhere and you were part of the machinery that uh, kept uh, the men and women on the front line safe. All right. Uh, we got some other messages. Bill Adams, I apologize for being late on the part of both Ann Margaret and Bob Hope. Uh, there were true patriots like Ann and Bob, and there were traitors like Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra? Really? Don't you mean uh, Jane Fonda? Anyway, we got uh, the Secretary of State coming up next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, welcome. It's uh, 35 minutes after 9 o'clock, and it is the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, you know how you uh, we constantly get deluged with email from book publishers and, and, and website developers, people who want to have, you know, can we be a guest on your show? Yes, uh-huh. I got one just now that popped up. Uh, I will tell you about. <laughs> I will tell you about it. Oh no! A little later. It's uh, it's a rather surprising email, uh, which I don't think um, I, I don't think we could put on the air. <laughs> uh, we t- we could tell you what the email was, but I don't think we're going to have <laughs> this guest <laughs> on the program. Oh Lord! Uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is with us this morning. This has uh, no relation to any candidate or candidate's uh, race. He is on because he is the Secretary of State for the state of Missouri, and I want his opinion on a variety of topics. And we got to start it off with yesterday's election, uh, Ohio and Virginia. Uh, Virginia, pretty much a purple to blue state. Not a huge surprise what happened there, but Ohio is a red state like Missouri, uh, and they managed to get their abortion um, amendment to the Constitution through. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm, I, I, when I look at what they did in Virginia, I thought, well, that is the that is the perfect way to go. But they got slammed. The other side had so much money. Uh, Secretary Ashcroft. Uh, how is it that the Democrats are gathering so much money to run so many? I talked to a friend of mine in Virginia. He said about every 30 seconds there was a, a, a pro-abortion ad running in the state. Uh, and I got family in Ohio. They're saying the same. Where are they getting all this money? Uh, you know, there's there's money to be made in the abortion industry, and abortionists are willing to to spend that money to mislead people about what will happen if they vote a certain way. And um, we we have a similar problem here in Missouri, where the courts have written language that has really nothing to do with what the underlying language would actually do if our abortion uh, constitutional amendment is passed. And it it just shows how hard we the people have to work. To to make sure that we're in charge, that we are getting good information, and that we're self-educating. It's an uphill battle. Man, uh, people who uh, who are pro-life had better, uh, better pony up because it's going to take a lot of money to offset uh, the Soros-backed groups and others. Democrats used to be the, uh, they used to say anyway, they were the party of the, the blue-collar worker. They were the party of the little guy. But they're really not. I mean, they've got big big money behind them. No, they're they're the the party of of corporations that have realized that instead of trying to protect the little guy, they should just get hand-in-hand with the government and use the government to make the little guy pay for their costs so they can keep their profits. That's what we've seen happening, and we need Republicans and uh, individuals that will get out and just speak the truth about what's going on. I... I still trust the people of the state of Missouri. I, I think that uh, if they have the opportunity to know what's going on, they'll make a good decision, and that's where I'm going to place my trust. Well, you're placing your trust in Kansas City and St. Louis. Good <laughs> luck there. Uh, so, um, what's your takeaway? Did you look at some of these local elections and uh, the turnout here? Because I asked Brian earlier this morning, uh, whether or not he, he had any problem uh, voting with the picture ID or if he saw anybody having a problem uh, with it, and, and apparently not. I didn't see that either. 
No, there weren't any problems with photo ID. Um, the, the elections generally went really smoothly. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of elections, had very low turnout elections, unfortunately. I think it's just one more data point indicating that we need to find a way to make sure that when we're having uh, elections, we have more people show up. Does that mean that we uh, consolidate and have more elections in even-numbered years? We move some things that have been done uh, in municipal elections to the November general election. Uh, we're going to continue to look at what can be done to make sure that when we're making these decisions, the people of the state participate and they do it in a self-educated way. Uh, if you just turn the radio on, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is with a Carol sent me a message from GaryNolan.com. You can, too. Uh, it says, Gary, on the anti-abortion issue, we should use realism in the ads, both on TV and billboards. Show what happens to the baby as it is aborted. If looking at that doesn't change minds, nothing would. The cruelty compares to what Hamas did on October 7th. However, millions of babies have been murdered through abortion. You know, the, the problem with that is, uh, Mr. Secretary, I'm afraid the TV stations won't air them. Uh, you know, I, I think you're right that they wouldn't air them. And we have seen what Hamas did. We have seen that video, and we still have people that are saying it never happened. Um, so there are, there are more problems than just getting it out. It is getting people to, to willingly confront the fact that there's evil in the world and that just because they like something doesn't mean it's right. Speaking of abortion, um, am, I, am, I, am I correct in uh, um, my assertion that you were in Kansas City last week? Uh, yeah, I, I was last, I guess, last, a week ago this, this, this Monday uh, for the Western Court of Appeals hearing on the abortion language. Where do we go from here? Um, we will go to the uh, Missouri Supreme Court. We will file uh, to request that they hear this. Uh, I, I took an oath to the Constitution and the laws of the state of Missouri. I will always fight to make sure the people of the state know what they're really going to vote on, and then they can make their own decision. I, I As I said before, and I know it seems... I trust the people of the state when they're given the truth, um, and that's why I'm fighting for the truth, and the other side is, is fighting to mislead the people about what they may be voting on. Um, let's um, let's, uh, let's uh, kind of look out a little bit further away from here. Let's go to Washington, the speaker. I was playing some audio uh, day before yesterday of Matt Gates um, in Florida, uh, talking to a, a group of uh, liberty-minded uh, people about getting uh, Mike Johnson um, to be the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, which apparently Republicans like. Uh, they, they rather like him. I, I guess the left aren't particularly fond of him. Uh, Jen Psaki uh, criticized him for saying that the Bible is his worldview. Um, does that bother you? I, I don't imagine that does. Uh, I'm not bothered by the new speaker. Uh, I am reticent to jump on the bandwagon for anybody too quickly because so many times Republicans have promised me one thing and done another. But so far, I'm liking what I'm seeing. And um, I would just say that's another in the long line of things that Jen Psaki said that were stupid and are further proof that we should never listen to people like her. <laughs> Jen's. Jen Saki, is that how you pronounce? Okay, I guess I got it wrong, Brian. I was I've been calling her Sucky. Oh, I've told you wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Kelfopa. 
Uh, let's see. Cindy sent a message. Watch how quickly Republicans turn on the pro-life movement. Supporting life will cause them to lose elections. Republicans stand on power, not principle. I don't know, Cindy. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. It doesn't sound like he's backing away from this at all. You know, there will be elected officials and politicians that do. Unfortunately, we have far too often and continue to elect people that say one thing and do another. And that is, that's not a Republican, a Democrat, Libertarian, Constitutional, Green Party thing. Unfortunately, uh, politicians of all stripes at times are willing to lie. And, um, but the responsibility there is ours as voters. If we elect them, it's our responsibility, and we need to do a better job of vetting our candidates and only electing people that we believe with. Uh, you and I probably disagree at least a little bit about uh, uh, Israel. Uh, I, I side with Israel. I don't think either side is perfect, but I think Israel has been around for a long time. It's over. Uh, you know, deal with it is my, my attitude. But I don't think we should be giving them anything. They should, if they want to buy arms and ammunition, fine, let them pay for them. That said, the pro-Palestinian Democrats are getting louder, and uh, they're, they're uh, more out in the open. And I'm wondering if that means Joe Biden, President Biden, will look at, at uh, which way the wind is blowing and start, you know, walking away from Israel? Uh, I think we've already seen that he's trying to do that. He's trying to have it both ways. Um, if you listen to his spokesperson, every time they talk about the atrocities of Hamas, you know, raping women and, and, and showing that on social media, beheading infant children and, and glorifying in that. I mean, we've heard phone call intercepts of Hamas operatives glorying in the violence that they've, they've shown. Um, I think the president's trying to have it both ways. And, um, you know, the only thing I would say is, a, Israel's in the right here. Uh, there are no occupied territories. Uh, the land that is in, in dispute is land that Israel won because the Arab people attacked them. The Israeli people did not say, oh, we're going to attack and take over all this land. The, the, the Arab world attacked them. People ran away to, 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 to try to save their own skin and because they didn't want to be in the way of killing the Jews. And then they came back and said, hey, we want our land back because we lost a war that we started against you. That's not how it happens. Um, and, and, and to be very clear, when Israel has the weapons, the Israelis and the Arabs live in peace. When the Arabs have the weapons... Israelis, Jewish people are murdered and terrorists run amok. Um, there can never be a peace until the Arabs love their children more than they hate the Jews. All right, there you go. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Mr. Secretary, thank you for being with us. Thank you. All right, take care. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on The Gary Nolan Show. All right, we're up against the clock. We've got to take a quick break. It is The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It's 9.52. Murray Sabrin is uh, going to be on. He's written a column at his, uh, his Substack column. And uh, in the column, uh, he writes, 
has the long-anticipated recession actually arrived? Uh, And also uh, his speech at the... uh, uh, in Fort Miles, uh, at the Mises uh, Institute, or their meeting down in Florida. So, um, I think I think that's going to be very interesting. I want to get to this, uh, and Brian and I were chatting about it during the break. This is what we do during the break. You think we just stare at each other through the glass? Oh, no. 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 I pull my... I close my eyes, I I wear sunglasses, uh, the mirrored type, and I wear them backwards so I can't see you. Uh, Gary, on the anti-abortion issue, we should use realism in the ads, both on TV and billboards. Show what happens to the baby as it is aborted. If looking at that doesn't change hearts, nothing would. The cruelty... Uh, compares to what Hamas did on October 7th. That's uh, This is from Carol. And my first response to that, and I, when I was talking to the secretary, Jay Ashcroft, I, I said, you know, the local TV stations won't air it. The local TV stations will say, well, that's just inappropriate. We can't play that. What's inappropriate about it? It's just uh, flash and tissue. It, no big deal, right? It'd be, no, it'd be, yeah, in their minds, uh, no different than excising a tumor. Right, yeah. But um, they would argue that it, it's it's just, it's too gross. They can't do that. But I, th- I think the caller, I, I think Carol is right. I think if you could get that message out, if you could show people what happens, I think that would really change some minds. I'm not sure how you how you uh, get that out if the TV stations won't air it, but somebody ought to at least try. I mean, the, just the very thought of sticking that cannula in in the womb and sucking out the baby, uh, it, it just the thought of it, just describing it. Yeah, I was telling you during those pro-life rallies when they display pictures of the aborted fetus, yeah, those abortion, um, the yeah, people they that are pro-abortion just go into a rage when they see those things. Yeah. They start ripping down the signs. Yeah, because they don't like to be reminded of what it really is, what's really happening. But that's what we need to do. People need to see what it is. And I think that changes, uh, I think that does change a lot of minds. I'm just not sure how you accomplish that uh, if, if the TV stations won't go along with it. But it, it's, it's, it's a horrible procedure. Um, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Professor Murray Sabrin, has the recession already started? We'll find out what he thinks. He is a professor emeritus at Ramapo College in New Jersey. He'll be on with us at about 5 after 10. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Gerald on abortion. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I was thinking on uh, putting it in a positive note because I know that in the uh, exam room, if a woman sees the developing uh, baby inside her, she's like 7 out of 10 more likely to choose life. So maybe not show the actual abortion, but just show pictures of 6 weeks, 10 weeks, 14 weeks, and show how much that is a child in there, not just a mess of, um, a mass of tissues. And 
And as far as the money behind it, it's just this astronomical how much money is behind this. Killing oh, the unborn. Hey, it's like, where the hell are they getting all this money? I mean, they're, they're going to every uh, red state in the country and hurtling billions of dollars uh, to run ads uh, that are misleading. Yeah. But show the positive aspect of the child developing. Show the life part instead of the death. Because then they can't really say, well, that's vulgar or, or obscene. Because it's just showing how, how, how developed that little child is. Because I know in, in the exam room, when the mother sees that, they say, wow, that is a baby. I, you know what I do? I, I, I need to call the Vitae Foundation and yeah. have them come on the, uh, on the air and, and talk about something. One of the things that Vitae does, and I really love what they do, is they educate women who are pregnant about alternatives and, and uh, better ways to go. And the they're not an in-your-face uh, kind of group that uh, uh, We can't drop them off at the hospital. We've got to remember to support these young mothers, whatever the situation is. Yeah. Support the life and the mother. Uh, it's no blame game. It, they're they're choosing life, and we got to support them any way we can. That's the other thing. We got to if we're, if we're going to have them keep the baby, we got to help them support it uh, through private chapters and churches and local. You know, not the government. We could do this privately. Yeah, well, Vitae does. Yeah, uh, Vitae do, does do work all that job. out. But I'm curious yeah, to see if they have statistics about uh, things like you just pointed out. Uh, and I'm not sure that it's true. I don't. I don't believe you're lying to me or anything. But I need to verify it before I get behind I think it. It's almost seven out of ten. All right. Wow. That's amazing. All right, Gerald, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Seven out of ten. If that's true, that's an amazing statistic. That is an amazing statistic. Ron, good morning. Good morning. Uh, interesting topic. I think uh, a good question to ask somebody is, when does life end? And mostly life end is uh, when there's no more brain waves or no beating heart. So that must mean that when there is a beating heart and brain waves, life must begin. So we know that a baby has a beating heart and brain waves well before they're ever out of the womb. Yeah, you're looking at this very logically and, and not incorrectly, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't think that moves the needle for the leftists. I, I don't think they, you know, big deal brainwaves, a little, it's a little graph on a chart. Um, uh, true, they don't use common sense on any topic. Yeah, it's the only, it's, well, this is one of the few places where emotion doesn't drive them. Because usually that's what drives them to vote, it's emotion. All right, Ron, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, it is. Uh, for the most part, Democrats vote on emotion, not logic. If they voted on logic, we wouldn't have any socialists. Uh, just wouldn't be. All right, uh, so Professor Emeritus Ramapo College, Murray Sabrin. You can find him at murraysabrin at substack.com. Coming up next is the recession actually started. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.